Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's news talk, TNT Radio. You're with James Freeman and the Freeman Report on today's news talk radio, TNT. Hello and welcome to the Freeman Report. My name is James Freeman. I'm a former member of the European Parliament and this is my weekday show where I break down the big issues of our time in our fight for freedom and liberty right here on today's News Talk TNT Radio. It is Monday the 13th of November 2023 and on today's show I'll be welcoming TikToker Dale Penny to the Freeman Report. Now I will start today's show with a warning um, as today's show will contain adult language. Um, that I can guarantee, as I'll be playing a number of TikToks published by Dale that has lots of swearing in them. So please, if you have children about that you don't like to hear swearing, then you've been warned. Uh, personally, we don't have a problem with that in our household, as it actually stimulates conversation about topics that you really should be talking to your kids about. Um, plus, they're only words after all, but I'll leave that to you to decide. But you've been warned. So Dale Penny, what a character he is. British born, lives in, um, lived in the southeast of England until around a quarter of a century ago when he moved to Australia. And to be honest with you, I thought he was Australian um, going by his accent, but then I'm notoriously bad with accents. So there you go. Anyway, I first came across Dale a few weeks back while scrolling on TikTok. His posts caught my attention for their dark, humorous insights into the world and all of the things that are going wrong with it. Now, I haven't had many TikToker guests on the show, certainly not ones that I discovered on the platform anyway. Um, I can only think of one other, and that is Caitlin Lees, a.k.a. Katie, um, who appeared on the show back in August. Now, if you remember, Katie helped me keep sane um, with her sweary TikTok rants during lockdowns. And do you know what, people? And this is freaking weird. Katie lives 15 minutes down the road from Dale in the middle of nowhere in Australia. Um, I was on the phone to Dale at the weekend and I explained that I haven't had many TikTokers on the show, only Katie. And he said, yeah, she lives down the road from me. She works in her parents' hard hardware store. Apparently, Dale also noticed her on TikTok and went to the store to see her. And when her dad said, who shall I say you are? Dale, um, very much in line with his naughty, mischievous character, said, tell her it's a surprise. <laughs> so she ended up taking ages to come down because she thought he was a nutter from the Internet. And maybe he is a nutter from the Internet. I'll leave that to all of you to decide in a moment. I think Dale is great, though, and I think that he is definitely an untapped talent. Um, with the way the world is at the moment, I do love my comedy to have a dark edge to it, um, for it to be about things that are almost a bit too close to home. In terms of the news today, well, the big story is obviously the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, who has been sacked. Um, but all I have to say about that is it's more pantomime from the British establishment. I don't know what exactly is going on in the Conservative Party, but the spat that has materialised over the week smells very fishy to me, like it was all orchestrated. The Conservative Party is losing its base, and it has been over the last few years, 
Um, and, you know, that base applauds some of the positions that Suella has taken, like on Palestine um, or on immigration. So why would they let this happen? And while I don't pretend to know, definitely know what the answer is to that question, I suspect it's something to do with positioning her um, for after the next general election. The Tories know their toast um, and that there will be a realignment of the party after the next election. So I think Suella is making her move to distance herself from the current leadership right now. Maybe she has ambitions to be the next Tory leader. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, I think it's clear that the Tories will lurch to the right and what looks like a bruising or what looks like it will be a bruising defeat on polling day. Absolutely. I think they're going to get clobbered. Um, the membership definitely want to return to conservative values such as lower taxes, law and order, protection of our borders and, of course, smaller government. Yes, they want less interference from government. Anyone perceived to be part of the existing globalist re regime of high taxes, low growth um, and net zero nonsense will be swept aside, I think, after the next election. That's my opinion anyway. I think the larger the defeat the Tories suffer at the polls, the more extreme it will move to the right. I think recent events have shown that. Nigel Farage was very much welcomed with open arms at the Tory party conference this year. The Prime Minister even said that Farage would be welcome in the party. Does this mean they will save us from the globalists? Nah, because the plan is for Labour to get a stonking majority, which will then be used to push through all manner of things unopposed. And then we'll swing back to the Tories to maintain what has been put in place. Um, this is all happening this morning, so I'm not totally sure what the final reshuffle is. But I see just scrolling through the newspapers just a minute ago that David Cameron is being touted as foreign secretary. Uh, I'm not even sure how that's possible, to be honest with you, given that he's not an MP or even a Lord. Um, it's all a bit desperate, really, because Cameron is, of course, the prime minister who held a referendum on Europe, but did absolutely nothing whatsoever to prepare for a leave outcome and then just resigned after the vote. That left the country in a right old mess for the best part of half a decade, as many others tried to overturn the vote. Welcome to Clown World, ladies and gentlemen. All right, as usual, if you want to get in touch about any of the topics on the show, then please email me at jamesfreeman at tntradio.live. And if you want to join us in the live chat, then head over to tntradio.live and click on the chat icon. And then you'll be able to join in and engage with me as the show goes on. My name is James Freeman, and this is the Freeman Report for TNT Radio. Stay up to date through your workday. I stream it at my desk. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Good morning, Gemma. How are you doing today? Yes, very well, James. Very well. Yes, David Cameron, he is back. He is back. And he is the Foreign Secretary, just announced a few minutes ago. And he's, he's going to be able to do it because he's going to be accepting a lifetime peerage from the House of Lords, which will enable him to take up the role. So, yeah, you couldn't make it up. And I think he could even be prime minister again. Stranger things have happened in the world of politics. We could have Trump and Cameron back on the world stage. Not so, you know, in the not too distant future. It's 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 you're quite right. Clown world, clown world. But uh, yeah, after Brexit, he kind of just shuffled off with this tail between his legs. But now 
But um, he is back. And you're right. The whole thing, the whole thing over the weekend and Braverman's departure. And now this has the has the absolute hands of orchestration written all over it. It does, doesn't it? And, you know, I did wonder if that was how they would make it happen. That Because, of course, all prime ministers, even Tony Blair, even though, you know, the hated Tony Blair um, got a peerage in the end. So I was thinking that maybe that was the route they were going to take. But it's all a bit desperate, really, isn't it? I mean, he was the prime minister who nearly ruined the country, um, not by calling the referendum. I think that, you know, that was obviously um, a good thing, um, but not doing any preparation whatsoever. I mean, none. They didn't even consider what would happen if we voted to leave. And then just resigning the next day. And then they put Theresa May in. What a disaster that was. So to get him back now as Foreign Secretary just stinks of absolute desperation. Either that, or if you want to put your tinfoil hat on, which i um, I think, you know, I think mine is half <laughs> on on this um, is, um, you know, I think the establishment, they want a hard swing to Labour. They want a hard swing to Labour. The The next four to five years are going to be incredibly important in terms of the globalist agenda and the bigger majority that Labour get, um, the more stuff they'll push through that nobody wants apart from the globalists. So. So I think this could be part of that that pantomime, you know, the puppets, the people who are controlling the puppets from the top um, are maybe just making it a little bit worse for the Conservatives. So we get that huge Labour majority. Of course, you're quite right. And the, the huge illusion of choice. Oh, this lot have really messed up again. Go back to the other lot who also messed it up, which is why he went to the other lot, you know, and the flip and the flop between the red and the blue and the left and the right, which really makes no difference whatsoever for the 99% of us on the ground who are, who bear the brunt of their policies. But I just find it ironic that bringing Cameron back, I mean, didn't he kind of steam into Libya and it all went a bit hideously wrong and he came in for criticism from his own parliament of the way he handled that after the fall of Gaddafi? I mean, so let's put him in charge of foreign affairs, shall we? I mean, really, it I thought you were going to say, well. didn't he? Didn't he put his tadger in a pig's mouth? That's what <laughs> I thought you were going to say there, Gemma. <laughs> that's, that's really got nothing to do with foreign affairs and foreign <laughs> policy. But it, it does, it does beg the question: what, what, how he will approach the Middle Eastern? conflict his relationship with benjamin yeah. netanyahu you know this is this is serious stuff you know as well as you know the push towards labor you rightly allude to which will happen it'll be like blair all over again you know they're pushing labor labor will implement x and y and we'll all be guiled under the illusion of change except there are now millions and billions of us around the world who know it is the illusion of change and nothing changes for us so yeah. it's an it's an extraordinary appointment here this morning in the uk to bring cameron back uh, and to put him in the on the world stage once again, literally. And I'm sure he'll be flying around the world, telling everybody else not to fly around the world, you know, and all that usual stuff. But yeah, you know, it's really quite an extraordinary day in UK politics. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to how Rishi sells this um, decision because to me, like I said, if you want to just you know normal political analysis, forgetting all of the the, the you know the conspiracy stuff. Um, it does seem a bit desperate, doesn't it? I mean, has he not got anybody else who's actually in government that's elected that he could put as foreign secretary? Or, you know, is it that desperate that nobody else wants to do it because they don't want to be associated with this government any longer? Or has he got a, a big plan? I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing how he sells this to the public. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, maybe he's thinking that, you know, Cameron broadly until Brexit was quite popular uh, amongst the Tory heartlanders. So maybe that's what 
he's thinking it will appease them or maybe he's just thinking oh we'll just dis-, you know it's always distraction isn't it look at the headlines look over here you know whilst everyone's going oh they back and he's quite funny and he's a bit you know a bit charming sometimes on the surface you know he'll be doing loads of interviews over the next few weeks and while he's doing all that what's going on behind the scenes because the, the you know the uk press is going to go mad over this cameron's back well you know so maybe yeah. it's distraction but the thing is i think the tory base i'm talking you know the ones that want conservative values they want smaller government they're the ones that voted for brexit because they didn't want europe interfering um, I should imagine that most of them are pretty upset with David Cameron for the state that he left the country in. So I just, I, I just, I don't understand this appointment. Like I said, unless you sort of step, take a step back and put your hat on and then say, <laughs> well, yeah, this all seems just like it's being orchestrated for a particular reason. The only reason I can think is because they want Labour to get that you know, what is it? Um, is it 400 majority that Blair had? They want them to get even more than that so that they can just push through everything. You know, 15 minute cities, CBDCs, because don't forget CBDCs are going to come in um, or they're going to try and bring them in in the next parliament and try to get rid of cash. So these are really big picture stuff. So they need a government with a huge majority that can just push stuff through that the public um, and the wider parliament necessarily don't want. Well, on the final note on that, well, let's see how many people vote, shall we? Because I wonder how much of the last three and a half years has put people off even engaging with the political system now. And mm. on a kind of more awakening level, how many people are saying, I refuse to give my energy now to that system. I refuse to walk up to the ballot box and tacitly agree with any of them being in charge of us because really we're in charge yeah. of them. And I think that's what they've, they're so scared of and what obviously all the protests over the weekend, not just in London, but around the world. But already today, they are talking about tightening up the laws on protesting because of the events in London. But of course, Suella Braverman was part of the stoking of that of those events and the, and riling people up and, and calling things hate marches and discrediting the police and urging mm. you know people coming to protect the country. And you, it's all orchestrated because they want to clamp down. The end result, problem, reaction, solution. The solution today is Rishi Sunak will meet with the commander of the Met Police to talk about toughening up protest laws. I think that's got nothing to do with Saturday. I think that's a direct reaction to what they saw three and a half years ago. And they never ever want an uprising or uprising like that again in the future it's all tied in it's not in isolation yeah. any of these events it's all tied in and what did i say on friday what did i say last week would happen i said that this was all being orchestrated that people like tommy robinson and lawrence fox and all these were just being used um to get all of these thousands of uh, middle-aged men what looked like and young men into london at the same time as the palestine march it was always going to end in trouble. It was absolutely obvious. And I just think they walked into the the trap there. Um, that was what I said, I think, Friday, Thursday last week. And that is exactly what it looks like, what is happening, isn't it? Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Dear, yeah, oh dear. Hey, dear, well, oh dear. To, right. To thank be you very continued. much. So go on, Gemma. <laughs> yeah, to be, to be continued. continued. That's right. <laughs> Right. Thank you very much, um, Gemma. And to the rest of you, don't go anywhere because after this short break, I will warn you, there will be swearing. There will be bad language. Um, so if you have young children around who you don't want to hear that, I would definitely tune out now. Um, but, you know, in our household, we're fine with that. So whatever is um, your opinion on that. Right. So don't go anywhere. Stick with me, James Freeman.
on TNT Radio. TNT Radio's Bruce Torres. What happened on October 7th? Was it a surprise, a failure of intelligence, a failure of response, or even something more insidious? To me, it's very believable that there was an intelligence and a military failure. And the reason that that's very believable to me is precisely because of Netanyahu's policies, starting with the policy of utilizing Hamas essentially as a strategic ally to ensure that there is no peace process, to ensure that, you know, that this policy of keeping the Palestinian leadership divided, which dates back to 2006 when Hamas won parliamentary elections. And so you had a Hamas-led government in the occupied territories and the Israeli government's inclusion with the U.S. government. Their response to that was to collude with Fatah, which is the, the party of Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas, to try to overthrow the Hamas-led government. And that failed. And so what this is described in the media as a Hamas coup, a violent coup in Gaza, and that's that's ahistorical. What actually happened was Hamas launched a counter coup and prevented Fatah from over- violently overthrowing the Hamas-led government. Bruce de Torres on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. The Light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. thelightpaper.co.uk Today's news. The sharing of biased and false, false news has become all too common on, on social, social media. Everyone else checking facts first. Unfortunately, it's a thing, and this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Free speech has a home on TNT Radio. Right then, I'm just going to say it once more, just in case anybody has just joined us. Um, the rest of the show is going to have lots of explicit language so i'll leave that to you that you've been warned so no complaints please after um after the show um so i'm absolutely delighted to be welcomed today by dale penny um he goes out on tiktok as mark sass um if you want to get over there um but he's actually here with me now so there's no need hello hello dale how are you doing i'm well james how are you it's 20 past yeah. 10 here. It's 20 past 10 here. So uh, bad language is allowed at this time of night. Yeah, but it's only 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, here, and this well, is a global well, show. So yeah. so who knows what time it'll be where people are listening. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll anyway, tone it down a little bit. No, 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 that's not. That's not. Um, anyway, thank you for staying up late to, to join me, Dale. I wonder if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself a little bit. Give us a little bit of a flavour about your background. Obviously, you live in the middle of nowhere in Australia. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Dale. Well, I'm a normal bod. Uh, I'm a 50 year old guy with a normal day job. Uh, moved to Australia in 1999 to Sydney, spent 24 years there, have just moved to a farm with my family uh, up further up north on the East Coast. Uh, and just sort of, yeah, well, I'm just the kind of, in fact, one of my first TikToks was, re- I just ended it as I'm just a random TikTok bloke guy. Essentially, that's it. You know, I'm just a normal, I'm a normal bod with a normal job. And over COVID, I needed a way to, I don't know, get the rants out, you know, get things off my chest. And I couldn't do it on Facebook because 
you know, you get censored. You can only get a certain amount of followers. And then I started doing it on LinkedIn. Uh, and that was obviously, you know, that was where I, that's where I earn my, uh, earn my crust. So I had to be a little bit careful and then got into TikTok. But yeah, I mean, background wise, yeah, from the UK, Southeast, sort of Southeast London, just outside Southeast London. I do a very unglamorous day job. I work for myself. Work for, in fact, I work for myself, which is part of the reason why I've had a lot of time to look at things. Uh, I think when you're stuck in a day job, you know, when you're part of the system, the big machine, you know, you can't really, you might sort of scratch the surface of some of the things, but when you've got time, you can really get stuck in. And I think that's kind of what happened. And it's just kind of progressed yeah. from there. And is there something in the air where you live, Dale? Because um, when we spoke on Sunday, you, I said to you, you know, you're the only the second person I've actually saw yeah. as a guest from yeah. TikTok. And of course, Katie. Yeah, it's weird, 15 isn't it? minutes down the road. It's really weird. I know. Yeah. Is there something in the air there? Because when she was on the show, she did say that actually, you know, when she was giving all her rants, it was more about what was going on in general in Australia, because actually around where she lives, she said it's quite rural and people are like, yeah, you know, they didn't take any notice of lockdowns and all of that. So no, no, no. What, it's, what's yeah, it, what's yeah. it like around there? Yeah, it is. Uh, there's a lot more like-minded people to us up here, you know, rural Australia. It's like working class, you know, sugarcane factories and, you know, sugarcane fields and blue collar workers. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, and then also that kind of hippie movement. Yeah, there's lots of crystal shops and sort of witchcraft, you know, books. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, they're a little bit alternative. They're a little bit alternative. So it feels a bit weird when you come up from the, you know, you're sort of city slicker and you come up, you know, in your BMW convertible and you just think, hang on a minute, I look well out of place here. So that's all gone. So, yeah. Well, so look, Dale, when I, when I come to Australia, I'm going to come to you. And yes, I'm gonna definitely. Have, um, I'm going to have dinner with you and Katie. That is one of my yeah, one of the things I'm definitely going to do yeah, when I come, come to Oz. That's it, and you can come and see the come and see the cows. Yes, definitely. Right, studio. Can we please play clip one? Oh God, what's it going to talk? Uh, I just got my live. I just got my ability to go live um, removed. I'm not sure why. I think it's because I said Sam Smith the singer was fat and i didn't and i thought it was pretty disgusting seeing his fatness under his corset with his tits out whilst parading around a bunch of men's asses in the air at the grammy's performance uh he didn't like that or maybe it's because i said i was kind of sick of seeing men with stubble trying to help trying to explain women's menstrual cycles and trying to help, you know, promote, you know, women's issues. Men with stubble. I got my live removed. It's weird, isn't it? It's a fucking weird world that we're living in now. It's so weird. Oh, it is fucking weird. Sorry about saying fucking, but it is fucking weird. Uh, I mean, the Sam Smith thing, the Sam Smith thing makes me feel slightly sick. Uh, it's all just, it's satanic, seedy, creepy, fucking horrible shit. Uh, I thought I might just go on Wikipedia and just sort of see, you know, what his background is. Looked up his uh, personal life and it said, Sam Smith was born in wherever to his parents, so-and-so-and-so-and-so. They were, you know, bullied as a child for having breasts. I thought, well, his parents were bullied for having breasts. 
yes, and uh, you know they did so and so, and they did so and so. I was like, fucking, why, why am I on Wikipedia? And they're telling me what his parents were doing. Then, of course, I was uh, forgetting that the pronoun they refers to a single person. I was getting confused about the uh, about the plural meaning of it. Um, so it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. And then you look at Madonna. Like Madonna, she's possessed by, the, by demons. Look at her face. It's so fucking horrible. Uh, the whole thing's weird. The whole thing is weird. Lil Nas X. That's everything. It's just fucking seedy. Even fucking sex has got seedy, isn't it? It's all fucking, you know, it's not conventional sex anymore. Porn is fucking just violent and horrible. It's a horrible place, isn't it? Oh, God. Bringing up children. What a dreadful place to bring up kids. Uh, so, yeah, devil's definitely in charge. Without a shadow of a doubt, the devil is in charge. It's like Satanism in your face everywhere. And you can't even question it. You cannot question truthful things anymore. You can't, like, say, well, that, that's not even true. Because then you get shut down. You get shut down on the ear. You get censored. It's fucking bullshit. It really annoys me. I think I've had my fill of it now. Uh, it's so bad. I'm thinking to myself, should I go to church now? <laughs> so it looks like the devil's the devil's in charge. I don't want a bar of it. Uh, he's a... Yeah, we cut out that last bit. He's a <laughs> the last. One. I, I'd forgotten about that one actually. That was just a one of those so, sort of rants. So I got a bit cross because I got my live cut off. I know you sound quite. Yeah, you do sound like you're reacting. You more, I would say, more serious than what some of the other clips were going to play. But I think I played it because I think there is something in it. And we spoke about this at the weekend, didn't we, Dale? About the satanic kind of ness yeah. about everything going on, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I scribbled down David Cameron fucking a dead pig's head when you just said it just then, right? I mean, that's the world that we live in. And he's, and I didn't even know, I, I was only half listening when you were doing that segment just then. So did, were you saying that David Cameron has now been put into some, I, I didn't really, I didn't hear what you even said. Yeah, so so we only found out this this morning, but um, Suella Braverman, who's the Home Secretary in the UK, been, she's been, been fired. Yeah. And they brought back David Cameron as Foreign yeah, it's Secretary. Weird, now. It? It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It is weird because he's not even an MP, so he's not elected at the moment. He's the only way they can do it is because he's a former prime minister. All prime mm. ministers get um, a peerage, so right. they're going to bring that forward, make him a peer, and then put him as foreign secretary. But the whole thing about the pig is actually true. That was part of his initiation well, um, at university. I think it was the Bullingdon Club. Yeah, Bullingdon Club. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you see, I mean, I want—I was going to shamelessly plug my podcast at the end of this uh, at the end of this segment, but I'll tell you the reason why <laughs> I started it. You know, I mentioned the other day that I've started a podcast, and the reason is, yeah. I to cut a very long story short, I got into kind of you know went down a bit of a spiritual path and sort of discovered some things about, you know, how to live your life in a kind of righteous way, you know, being a good human. And when you do that, the universe interacts with you and does nice things for you, right? And I thought to myself, there's this, there, I don't know, I wasn't even going to go down this route, but only because you've brought it up, it's kind of, it's poignant. Um, there's a, I believe, and I've experienced that there's a, a a sort of you know like maybe the quantum field is like a divine matrix you can interact with if you live your life in a certain way and i thought to myself do people get involved in ritual and magic 
you know, like ritual magic yeah, in order yeah. to manipulate this, this quantum field. It's a real, you know, it's a real thing. And magical practice is a real thing. And I thought, do people get involved? In it? And so I ended up running into a, well, there's a local guy. We've become good friends and we started this podcast together and he had an occult background. Uh, he had an, like it stuck, got into the occult and, so now I'm fascinated by things like initiations where people are having sex with dead animals' heads because I think there's a lot more to it than just a little funny thing that you do in the initiation of a secret society. So there's much more to it. Yeah, absolutely. And when you, I think, I think it was a TikTok that you put out. Um, I, I'm not going to play that one today, but I think it was where you were talking about brands. It was certainly one I've been watching over the last few days. I watched so many that I just forget, but it was all about the. Um, the the visualization of brands and how many have got six 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 in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. And and then you see, you know, just you know, I see little clips on TikTok where you know there was an Irish guy. I don't know who he was. He was obviously part of the music industry, and he said that he's witnessed uh, demonic uh, rituals over music that's being released. And I fully believe it. Like I believe it. Yeah. And when you see all the horrible shit that's going on, it's very easy to. Yeah. So that's segment one. I just wanted to get that out there, that we live in a world of satanic devils. I think we could say that's true. Um, uh, you know, lording all of their magic over us, right? We're going to take a quick break now for the news headlines. And when we come back, I want to talk about the media. Um, I've got another clip to play, um, casting spells, which I definitely think the, uh, the media has been doing over the past um, few years. So don't go anywhere. Stick with me, James Freeman on TNT Radio. Now, 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 news. Big news. TNT Radio News. Matt Boyland here with a look at your TNT headlines. More than a million protesters have marched through cities around the world, calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, where Israel has killed more than 11,000 Palestinians. US President Joe Biden will meet with Chinese leader Xi Jinping in California later this week. And former US President Donald Trump has filed a motion to have his forthcoming trial for election subversion broadcast live to the American people. The common housefly, caught in the clutches of the spider's web. Every move it makes just makes matters worse. Then, dinner time. Feast on the captivating stories, videos, and helpful information on our website. Whoa. Dinner's ready. Oh, man. Escape is futile. Just one more video. Get stuck in our web. TNTradio.live. Right, now I'll repeat my warning. If you just joined us, expect some swearing. So if you don't like that, um, I would turn off now. Right, okay. So we're going to move on to the media now um, because I think uh, I think this was actually the first clip TikTok that I saw of yours, Dale, and it really did make sense to me. It kind of puts that comedy thing on what we've been seeing over the last two years in terms of the spells that the media play over us. So, studio, please, can we play clip two? Do you remember? Syria, ISIS, Syria, ISIS, Syria, ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. Oh, beheadings on camera, ISIS, ISIS. Oh, oh, ISIS are coming to get you. Oh, ISIS, 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 that terrible extremist Arab terrorist organization that never once attacked anyone in Israel. ISIS, 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 ISIS. Disappeared. Oh, 
COVID. COVID-19, 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 COVID-19. All death, death, all death, all vaccines, 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 COVID, death, death, all death, death, COVID. How many deaths are there today? How many deaths today? All COVID-19, jabs, jabs, get your jabs, get your jabs, everyone. Death, death, COVID-19, 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 COVID-19. Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Oh, the Ukrainians are getting invaded. Oh, the Russians, the Russians. World War Three, Vladimir Putin. World War Three, World War Three, World War Three, Vladimir Putin. Oh, World War Three, we're all gonna die. Poof. Israel, Palestine, Israel, Palestine, Israel. Hamas, 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 Hamas. Oh, murder, kill, Ooh, beheadings of this, that, and the other. Fucking wake up, you idiots. <laughs> man, brilliant man. that really did catch my attention it did really did resonate with me because yeah. you know we i've talked about it a lot on this show and we talk about it a lot of tnt radio how the mainstream media just seems to like i i did an interview with someone on covid dr tess Laurie, back yeah. in february 2022 and it took me a couple of weeks to edit edit it by the time i'd edited it dale <laughs> no one was talking about it, it literally went from every you know the headlines on every show news show the whole show dominated by it too it disappeared all within the space of two weeks mad and it? it's mad and the it maddest mad. thing the maddest thing is that there are millions of people that are still lapping it up that's the fucking yeah. craziness yeah, 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 yeah. it's it's the it's not i mean it's it's fucking weird and sinister and creepy that it happens and it's even more mad that the majority still don't see what's going on and they obviously don't see what's going on because they're still putting it out on the media and it's and you know if, if everyone if everyone could see what was happening they wouldn't be wasting their time putting it out on the on the uh, on the news channels it's bonkers yeah. what a bonkers world it is bonkers and i don't know whether you engage in sort of whatsapp groups and all that kind of stuff but i have over the last three years i've been i guess you could loosely call it the freedom movement and what we found is we would get some kind of consensus and we would grow that and more people go ah yeah do you know what yeah you're right you're right and then the groups would get bigger and bigger and then ukraine came along and it literally cut the groups down the middle because some people were like yeah putin yeah, go yeah, get yeah, putin he's yeah, evil yeah, he's evil yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there were those of us that were like you know i've all the way along been like oh for god's sakes you know this is a media driven narrative um don't get sucked in um and then of course you know we thought that everybody had learned that because we'd been through that process from covid to ukraine and then came israel and it's all back to square one fucking bonkers it's what a world i can't get like i can't believe it i can't believe it what has happened to ukraine what's happened to the ukraine i know and i'm going to pause you there dale because we're going to play clip three now which is a very short clip um so studio if you can play clip three please hello who's sorry vladimir zelensky no god i haven't seen him for weeks no no idea no 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 i don't think so no it's all about israel now yeah exactly yeah. All right. See ya. <laughs> yes. A nice little cheeky clip there, um, kind of um, expressing what we just talked about. Because it is bonkers, isn't it? And he, Dale, have you, have you seen the videos of him? He's, he's still doing his begging talks, but nobody's listening now, and it's hilarious. Yeah, what a puppet, eh? I mean, that's the <laughs> ultimate puppet. That's the ultimate puppet. It's crazy. The what? You remember there was the uh, remember when his wife was in Paris on that sixty thousand dollar shopping spree. And then he was yeah, asking yeah, yeah, for yeah. And, and, and he was asking for money. It's, I just don't I don't understand why people can't see it. 
yeah, yeah i know it's bonkers isn't it and, and, and the uh, yeah because you'll you'll know this how he actually came to power in the first place yeah it I mean, was um pretending yeah, yeah but there was, be, uh, yeah acting as if he was the president of a thing exactly but there was a u.s film that came i think about three or four years before i forget who was in it but it was a film um exactly about um a black person becoming um, president of the united states and then barack obama became um president um and and i think they just they thought oh that's a good idea um and then literally it was funded by um you know the intelligence services scott ritter's been on the show and talked about this um but yeah they they they, they just orchestrated the whole thing and it's just people just lapped it up yeah 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 and sort of the weird kind of nazi links to you know ukraine yeah you know all those sort of bits you know there's just weirdness everywhere and, you know and then you've got your and then you've got your biden family you know corruption money laundering you know you've got your i don't know how much of it is tin foil hat stuff but you know your your bio labs and you know it's it's so convoluted you you like there's so many links to things that i don't know whether i mean is that done deliberately so that you just can't follow a trail properly it's just it's just so it's like with oh, i don't i mean i'm just going to jump from this all going crazy like i normally do but you know like 9 11 you know the, that was all there were all so many different sort of things that came out of it so many different pieces being moved around and it's the same with ukraine it's it's like it's kind of you feel like you want to try and work out what the riddle is but you just know there's fucking weird things going on and you can't quite put your finger on what it is yeah i i do think it is a tactic actually to throw so much information and contradictory information mm -hmm. at the public that they they don't know what's true or not anymore and by the way yeah. you know the biolab thing is definitely true because congress mm. had to first of all they denied that they existed um yeah. but then they had to admit that they existed and of course now we know that we i've seen the um the evidence from the Biden laptop, um, where we've actually got contracts with American defense firms, so private mm. um, defense firms that are actually own and run the bio labs. And there's about, I think there's about 12 of them, and they're all along the Russian border. So, you know, no wonder they, inv no wonder they invaded. No wonder. Yeah. I mean, you start, imagine, can you imagine if a Russia put bio labs and started putting its weapons in Canada or Mexico? Yeah, 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 that's right yeah yeah but they're not allowed to because america can do whatever it likes nato can do whatever yeah. it likes. what a it sick. is bonkers it is it is it is, it is. i, I mean think... i don't even know i don't even know what to say about it because it is so mad it's just i mean i find it fascinating trying to trying to like you know that it's almost like my entire uh sort of hobby is trying to work out what the fuck is going on really <laughs> yeah you're obviously a smart man you were a you were an mep you know you've got a radio show but we're all trying to work out the same thing yeah yeah but it's very the thing it's is very dale hard. i i the, the kind of position i talk i mean i talk about this stuff so i've got to kind of share my ideas but i think the what makes me different or what i like this is how i like to see it what makes me different than say what you would class somebody as a real conspiracy theory is that i don't pretend to know what the hell is going on no i don't know i don't I, I really don't know what is going along but i know that i've got questions 
And it's those questions. And there's some pretty crazy questions that yeah. are very, you know, you know, and they're valid questions to ask yeah, based upon yeah. what we do know. And that kind of shows how batshit crazy I think the world is. Mm. Right, Dale, we're going to take a quick break now. And um, I don't think we can go throughout the show without talking about the old jibby jabbies. So that's going to form um, the next segment to the show. So we've got a clip lined up to start. So don't go anywhere. Stick with me, Dale, <laughs> here on TNT Radio. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. Look, anyone who's ever heard Vice President Kamala Harris speak or watched one of her patented laughing fits could see that something ain't right. It's like watching a cross between a second grade teacher and a wannabe comedian, and the American public sees it. Her approval rating is just 37% in the latest poll by 538. But over on MSNBC, Jen Psaki and election denier Stacey Abrams said it has nothing to do with how Kamala is doing. Do you think she would be receiving these same critiques if she was a white man. No. No, not at all. We will always question the person behind the person. But we cannot ignore that misogyny and racism remain very prevalent in our politics. And for those behaviors that don't rise to either misogyny or racism, there's also just the difference. Our expectations are set for the traditional white male vice president. Oh, if only Kamala were a white male. Then her approval rating might be up there with Joe Biden's right at 38%. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malzberg. Listen to my show Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern time right here on TNT Radio. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver. And we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. This is The Freeman Report with your host, James Freeman, on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Right. So, Dale, like I said, I can't get you on without talking about what's gone on over the past three years in terms of, you know, COVID and the vaccine. So we're going to jump now to the next clip. So, oh, studio, please, COVID. can you play clip four? Uh, COVID. Exciting what's times, COVID? everyone. Exciting times. All of my Christian friends, um, atheists, non-believers. Um, today is a happy day. Today is a is a momentous day. Uh Everyone that's been proclaiming that um, we're in end times and that the return of Jesus Christ is imminent, well, I've learned today um, that we have, as a globe, as a flat earth, if you even believe in that, that um, we have witnessed a miracle of biblical prophetic proportions. Um, I don't think we've seen anything like this since the feeding of the 5,000 back when Jesus was last walking the earth. Well, it has been proven now that miracles do happen. Only over the last few days, we have heard that Pfizer has reported revenues up 47% on last year. Uh, Second quarter earnings of $27.7 billion. Amazing. Praise the Lord. How amazing is that? These vaccines were free for two and a half years. Free, free. It's free for everyone. Free, free. Come and get your free vaccine. Free, free, free. And look at that. 
Pfizer has managed to make $27.7 billion out of nothing, out of thin air. Amazing. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. $27 billion. That's, that's $9 billion a month. Out of nowhere. $9 billion a month. $300 million a day. $12.5 million an hour. Nearly quarter of a million a minute. Oh! My post's nearly two minutes long. There, that's another half a million. Praise be to Jesus! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> You've got so many TikToks there, Dale. Um, yeah, isn't it bonkers? I mean, what do you make of the last three years with COVID and the vaccines? What's your take on it all? Well, I mean, I just said COVID. What's what's that? I'd forgotten there because obviously that's been out of the news for how long? The deadly pandemic that swept the world and that's now been swept under the carpet. And we've moved we've moved through Maui fires and uh, the Ukraine and we're on to Israel. We're on to the, we've got three things between COVID and that. So, yeah, no, COVID... Uh, well, COVID was a nonsense from the get-go. Uh, uh, my wife showed me a clip of the people collapsing in China, and I said to her, it's nonsense, ignore it. You know, I <laughs> I 85% thought it was nonsense, and I maybe 15% thought, oh, is it true? But you know, you you've just you've been you've been fooled so many times. And I just thought, no, this isn't that can't possibly be right. And and the reason that we have we're skeptical, I think I might have mentioned this to mentioned this to you on the on the phone the other day. We've got a we've got a 16-year-old um platinum grade autistic lad who possibly not provably could have been the result of a vaccine injury. And because of that, that's when you start looking at things. And, you know, when you scratch the surface of the pharmaceutical companies, you see the rot, you know, the criminality that is involved in those businesses. As soon as you know that, there's no chance you're going to be taking anything. Mm. You know, you're very cautious of taking anything pharmaceutical, let alone something that is um, completely experimental. Like why, in fact, why? Yeah, right. Yes. Why? What? Why? Why did they use a brand new technology? Why didn't they use the tried and tested technology that we've used with vaccines for the past how many years? 70, 60, 70 years? Why, why would you suddenly, with the most deadly thing that's ever swept the earth, why would you use a brand new technology? What, what, what could possibly be the purpose of that? So there's more to it. Yeah. There has to be more to it. And I guess, you know, the thing for me is, um, you know, I, I didn't work it out quite as quickly as you did. Um, I um, Before I was an MEP, I was a statistician um, at the Office for National Statistics oh, here in the UK. That. So, yeah. It, yeah. and obviously, whenever you get things like this happen, there's a lag between it happening and the data coming through. So mm. it took me probably, um, I'd say, best part of six weeks until I was like, right, that's it, you know. Um, I could see that the average age of death was actually higher, higher. than the overall yes. Yes. age of yeah. yeah, So it's like, it's, it's not that I don't care 000, about old people. Yeah. 8,000 less deaths in 2020 than 2019. Yeah. So when the numbers started to roll through, I thought, and you're doing what? You're shutting down the country, yeah. literally shutting exactly. down the economy. I mean, this is like biblical stuff to do you don't shut down the economy for anything and then when the data started coming through i was like nah this something's up here this isn't right yeah. 
Yeah, because there's more to it. I mean, I've got my theory as to what's going on. I've got my own. Go on, go on, go on, go on. I've got my own tip. Well, I, mean, I, think everyone, I think everyone knows what's going on, but it's the, it's it, you know, it's the fourth industrial revolution. It's being ushered in. There's no, you know, it's it's not going to stop. It's definitely happening. The digital revolution is definitely happening. There's no two ways about it. So, you know, if you look at, uh, um, who is it, Satoshi Nakamoto, you know, Bitcoin, yeah. everyone's, you know, everyone's, oh, this is the savior, decentralized, you know, this is the, well, you know, well, it's like, what, isn't that lucky that it's just full, am I, sorry, am I shouting? I always say that. It, it, isn't it lucky that some random savior decentralized cryptocurrency has been introduced at the dawn of the fourth industrial revolution, which is to digitalize everything. And people think that that is a, uh, that that is a, just an accident. Yeah. It's the, but there it is. There's your financial platform. You know, you've got your, you've, sorry, you're itching to say something here, but you've got your, you've well, I was got, just going to say, I was just, just going to say, Dale, actually you're falling down. I think a trap of conspiracy theorists there, which is correlation doesn't equal causation. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's it. And I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I'm allowed to say that. And then you've got the, you know, so why do they want to experiment with novel technology with medical bio, you know, biomedical innovation? Well, because, to digitalize everything, they've got to digitalize your your body, your health, your well-being. Mm -hmm. They've got to put nanobots in your bloody blood to monitor what's going on because it's all got to be digital. Why do they want sorry, I'm gonna rant now. Why do they want go for it? Why do they want electric cars? Well, it's because it's the environment. We've got to save the environment. Well, where are you getting the electricity from? You're still getting it from coal-fired something or others producing the electricity. So is it really for the environment or is it because you want a digital smart grid where you can monitor everything? Why do mm. they want why do they want lab-grown meat? Do they want is it because of the environment because the cows are breaking wind too much? Or, and I said this to my wife the other day, it's obvious now why they want why they want lab printed meat, because a robot can do it. You can do it in a lab. A farmer, you can't get a you can't get a robot doing your farming out in nature. It's all about digitalizing everything. And I don't know what is it, I don't know what it what is it? Is it just money? Is it uh is it your your Klaus Schwabs and your whoever else is your your Noah you know Araris you know is it just is it just money or is it ego they want to be the ones that usher in the 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 new you know industrial revolution? Who knows? Well, I can tell you it's not money, Dale, because the people that are responsible for what's going on they own the central like banks. Yeah, they can yeah, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. this is yeah. all about. I think maintaining the position that we're in, yeah. and actually, I think crypto is one of those technologies which are coming along, which is threatening their position because, you know, uh, the the whole ethos of crypto is about decentralization, where you don't need middlemen anymore, you don't need bankers, yeah. you can do smart yeah. contracts. So, I think yeah. actually, what we're seeing at the moment, this is just one of my kind of ideas, is that actually this is the establishment trying to keep control. They, I mean, this has been going on for hundreds of years, right? Um, yeah. It's just that it's come out into the open now because we're going through a change. But yeah. I think, you know, this is all about them maintaining their control. Right, we're going to switch um, again um, now, Dale. We're going to talk about Israel-Palestine. So, Studio, we're going to, I think we're going to jump a clip here. We're going to jump to clip six, please. Jews have been in that area of the world since about 
Who cares? Who cares? It doesn't make any difference. I was there first. It's mine. I was there first. What, were you there at the beginning of the world, were you? A billion gazillion years ago when the world started. We were sitting there. We were there. It's fucking ridiculous. Grow up. Yes. When I think about this conflict, this is kind of, um, I think I always come back to this because it is just all a bit ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, who owns countries anyway? And, you know, is this, this is my bit of land here, mm. um, you know, and what we live for, what, 80 years if we're lucky. Yeah. Um, but no, this is mine and it's mine. Um, yeah. It gets to that ethos, doesn't it? What they're arguing with over there yeah. is, it, it's, it's essentially ridiculous. I had a uh, I had a lady comment a a maybe certainly Jewish but maybe a lady from uh, an Israeli lady who commented on a, commented on a comment that I'd made on someone else's post and I just wanted to see on the post it said on the post it was going to be some you know balanced debate about Israel and Palestine but all you heard was Israel 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 and I said what about the Palestinian bit and she said oh well, that's because it's an imaginary country and so I did a video back to it because I thought it was an ideal opportunity to say there's nothing more imaginary. Imaginary. Is that the word? Imaginary. Yeah. I think you can away with that. Yeah. Than, than the God thing in the sky telling a bunch of people that the bit of land is theirs. I mean, there's nothing more imaginary than that. At least the Palest there were some Palestinian people actually in the region living there. It's madness. And we can't, can we criticise it? Oh, God, no, we can't criticise it. Not well, a chance. Exactly. And I have got some more clips, but I think I, I don't want to take up the rest of the show. So we've only got about three minutes with clips. But um, I did pick up on your thing with gingers, <laughs> where you talk about, um, you know, the head of the CC, C CDC, yeah, yeah. ginger, yeah. head yeah. of Pfizer, yeah. ginger. And you go through this massive yeah. long list of, and of course, you know, uh, replace ginger with another word. Yeah. Um, but it, it is weird, isn't it, that they're yeah. all um, the people in control of this mm. thing, which has just mm. happened, yeah. are all yeah. ginger. Yeah, it is weird. And and it's interesting that you have to, you know, you have to, I have to come up with these things because my, my pages get deleted, my posts get deleted. I have to come up with, you know, I want to do something that's amusing, but you have to come up with ways that are going to trick the algorithm you know, you've got to be Mark, Mark Sass. Mark Sass is an anagram of sarcasm. That's why my name is Mark Sass on TikTok, because it's I found out through COVID that the only way I could get stuff to stay up was to take a really sarcastic position as if I'm supporting the thing that I'm complaining about and highlight how ridiculous it is. So that was just one of those. Well, well, it definitely um, works, um, Dale. Dale, sadly, we've only got a minute and a half left, and I do uh -huh. want you to be able to plug your... But we're, we're going to get you back. We're going to get you back because I've got loads of TikToks here which we yeah. haven't had a chance to play. Um, so we'll um, we'll have to get you back on soon. Um, but tell the audience, so you're Mark Sass. Mark so Sass. So M-A-R-C. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and you've got other stuff as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, so on TikTok, you could either find me with uh, uh, Waking World, Waking World... And as I say, not wanking world, you take the N out, but you'll remember it that way. Waking world uh, or Mark Sass, that's on TikTok. And then we've got a podcast, me and a friend do, Toby. He'll listen to this. He's an absolute genius. Uh, he's like, he's got more information in his head than you could possibly imagine. Uh, Waking world podcast on all the good platforms. Go and have a listen to it. Really interesting. Occult stuff and secret societies, conspiracy theories, spirituality and all that stuff. Okay, thanks. Bye.
<laughs> Brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, Dale Penny, a.k.a. Mark Sass on TikTok. Definitely go and check him out. And um, Dale will get you back on the show very, very soon. I do hope because I've had lots of fun today. And to the rest of you, don't go anywhere because we've got more great shows lined up for you here on TNT Radio. TNT Radio.